TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. And welcome to a Friday edition of Two Guys and a Mic here on the TalkZone.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Beautiful, beautiful Friday here in the fine city of Chicago. Got a great weekend coming up. Hope everybody is uh, feeling good. Ready for an outstanding weekend. Of course, the holiday season is officially, not officially, it's been upon us for a couple of weeks now. I believe uh, we have to check with our... Jewish brethren experts, but I believe today, maybe the last day of Hanukkah, have to double-check that. 888-463-6748 is our phone number. It will be that number all the way through the next hour as we talk sports and more. And right now, it's not really two guys and a mic. It's one guy and a mic. Brian Bauer going to be uh, coming in in a couple of minutes. I think he's doing some pre-production right now, probably do a little bit of research for the show. We do have David Olson. My bodyguard, our outstanding producer in place, of course, our general manager here, the commander-in-chief, Chris Whitting, I'm sure, is somewhere tuning in probably to another radio station. I don't think he likes our show, but he puts up with us. 888-463-6748. It is a football Friday. A football Friday. We're down to the final three weeks of the National Football League season, and that kind of coincides with the start of the college bowl season. I know everybody's extremely excited. As the St. Petersburg Bowl and the New Mexico Bowl open up tomorrow on national TV. Three weeks, very few days off, college bowl game cornucopia. We got any college football fans out there who want to talk some football? We're right here for you, of course. But uh, National Football League up there first and foremost. Some big games over the weekend as we start to jockey for playoff positions. Who's going to be in? Who's going to be out? It's kind of like a, um, it's like the junior high dance. You got, you know, the popular kids, the Indianapolis Colts, the New England Patriots, the San Diego Chargers, the, uh, of course, this year, the, uh, New, uh, Minnesota Vikings, very, very good. Those teams are, they're out on the dance floor. They're with their partner. They're very confident that they will be chosen when the last dance is standing. Those teams are quite confident they'll be out there. And then you got, I don't know where this analogy came from, but I'm going to stick with the junior high dance analogy. Call it a high school dance. If you had a lonely high school social life like myself, then we could take this analogy up to high school years. In fact, right up, if you want to go my way through freshman and sophomore year of college. But I will tell you, Dave, come junior year of college, I had a breakout year. I had a break. I was a late developer, but I had a breakthrough junior and senior year. Very, very good. Not academically. Not academically, but from the social standpoint. So, uh, again, taking the dance analogy, you've got the, the, the unpopular kids, the social misfits that clearly know they're not going to be asked to go out there on the dance floor. They're playing out the string, unfortunately. I'm sad to report here in the fine city of Chicago where this show emanates from our Chicago Bears who, uh, at the start of the year, Start of the year, they thought they would be uh, in the running, clearly asked to be out there on the dance floor, maybe. Maybe even the king or queen of the prom. But I don't think there was any question they thought they'd be in the running. 
to be one of those uh, popular kids out there dancing. But unfortunately, our Chicago Bears are with the Detroit Lions and the Cleveland Browns and a few other teams that the final three weeks, they're kind of playing out the string. They're still going to go out there and try to win the game. They are professionals, and they'll compete, no question about it, but uh, no chance. No chance for the playoffs. But here's where it gets interesting now. You've got a lot of guys and girls on the sidelines. Standing around, sipping their Coke, sipping their beverages. Hopefully nobody has put anything funny into those beverages. I know that would never happen at a junior high dance. But you've got a fair amount of teams that are waiting and hoping to still be part of the popular group and get out there on the dance floor. Things get interesting here in the final three weeks. The Dallas Cowboys, pretty popular at the start of the school year, but they've been losing popularity. Every once in a while, they get a couple of hot dates. Things are looking good. But then the dates drop them right away, and all of a sudden they ask a couple of girls, and uh, the response is no. Cowboys at 8-5, and five, they're hanging, taking on the Saints. By the way, that's a Saturday game. Saturday NFL football. I don't know, maybe the scheduler was uh, bored and thought he'd mix things up a little bit. We're getting used to Thursday night football. I don't know about Saturday. It's a slow college day. Why not throw an NFL game out there? Not a bad one, though. Dallas at New Orleans, very, very good. Uh, other big matchup. I like this one now. The Miami Dolphins at the Tennessee Titans. How do you sum up the Tennessee Titans? Sticking with the high school analogy. I guess they would be the popular girl. They've been popular for a long time. Never quite the queen. But they made the playoffs, what, six, seven, eight years in a row under Jeff Fisher, one of the top coaches in the NFL. They've been one of the really, really solid teams out there. So they've been the popular kid all of a sudden. The school year starts this year, and something happened. Somebody spread an ugly rumor about the Tennessee Titans, and they had like zero friends. Started off the season 0-6. They were lonely. They couldn't figure out what was going on. Might have been a twit. Might have been a Facebook page. I mean, who knows? In this day and age, ugly rumors, maybe, you know, hopefully. Hopefully, David Olson, it did not involve with the Tennessee Titans sexting. Certainly hope not. You never know what the young kids these days, though. Uh, if you're with me on the analogy or if you hate my analogy and you want me to get back to actual sports talk, feel free to uh, join me in the conversation. As currently, it's one guy to Mike, 888-463-6748. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden uh, with the Tennessee Titans, somebody found out it was a bad rumor. It was untrue. They were not the unpopular kid, and boom, they were back to popularity. They went five of their next six, six of their next seven. They're back in the hunt. It was a rough start to the school year. But they're coming back. They got a chance. I like this matchup. Miami, seven and six. Tennessee, six and seven. Both teams hanging on mathematically for a chance at the playoffs. Atlanta Falcons, six and seven at the Jets, seven and six. Another good ball game. Both teams fighting, fighting, fighting for a playoff chance. The Atlanta Falcons, um, Matt Ryan and Michael the Burner Turner have been injured of late. But the report is we are getting from our talkzone.com and two guys at a mic reporters. Our inside sources, I should say. And to be honest about it, our inside sources, quite frankly, are uh, we borrow them from other inside sources. Our inside sources, no inside sources. And, you know, you got to do what you can when you're in a slow financial budget. But uh, Matt Ryan, Michael DeBerner, Turner are going to play, so that's advantage Atlanta. It's interesting, too. And we're going to play Beat the Schmoes, our football prediction game. And you want to send in your predictions any Three games, high school, college, or pro. Forget about high school. There are no high school games. But you can bet on the college bowl games or pro games. Any three games you bet against the spread, 
and you try to beat the Schmoes. And I might be the only Schmo today. Paradise is going to make her picks. Hopefully Brian Bauer will be coming in. If not, we might have our uh, producer, David Olson, who has never had the glorious, joyous opportunity to be a Schmo. He might be a guest Schmo today. But you can email those picks in at Mike. Two guys, M-I-C number two, Mike, two guys at AOL.com. If you beat the Schmoes, not tie, but if you beat us in the football prediction, it's not real complicated, folks. You go two and one, we go one and two, you win. We go three and oh, and you go three and oh, you have a phenomenal year, but we match it or phenomenal week. Sorry, tie goes to the dealer. It's like Vegas. The game's called beat the Schmoes, not tie the Schmoes. If you do beat us. We put your name in the hat with any other listeners that have beaten us, and I think it's happened once so far this year. And at the uh, end of the football season, which, by the way, is rapidly approaching, we will choose one name to get a $100 cash gift certificate. Not gift certificate, $100 cold cash. We'll deliver the 100 bucks if we have to, courtesy of your friends here at thetalkzone.com. So email in at mike2guysaol.com. God forbid you actually want to talk to us and call in your picks, 888-463-6748. we got Beat the Schmoes football predictions, so it's going to be interesting. San Francisco and Philadelphia. Another pretty good game, the 49ers. Mike Singletary coming off a big Thursday night. National TV victory. Can they keep the momentum going? They're taking on the Eagles. They're 6-7. and seven. Mathematically still alive if they win their next three games. Arizona Cardinals taking on the Lions. Arizona probably needs to win that. Uh, they probably need to win two of their next three. Two of their next three to see if they can get hot again and repeat into the playoffs. And I guarantee you. I guarantee you the favored teams in the NFC, everybody's looking forward to a Minnesota Viking-New Orleans Saints championship matchup. Uh, And I would include myself, by the way, in everybody. That would be an awesome championship game. But I can guarantee you at Minnesota-New Orleans, the one team that they don't want to play come playoff time is the Arizona Cardinals. Dangerous with the great receivers, Fitzgerald and Antoine Bolden. Dangerous with Kurt Warner. You never know what Kurt Warner you're going to get. But you do know if you get good Kurt Warner, they could beat anybody in the NFL, and on top of that, they've got the magic from last year. They went all the way to the Super Bowl. They got that belief process going, too. So uh, Arizona, keep an eye out for them. Dangerous. They're at Detroit. Uh, good game here. Cincinnati. The Bengals taking on the Chargers 9-4 and against 10-3. and And, of course, the I don't even know if it's a sideline story. It's a primary story here. The tragic death of uh, wide receiver for the Bengals, Chris Henry. How will the team Handle that. There's different ways you deal with adversity. The game is at San Diego, so you got a long travel trip from Cincinnati to San Diego and the death of one of their teammates, tragically passing away, as everybody knows, a couple of days ago. Psychologically, how are the Bengals going to handle that? They need to win this one. Got crushed last week against Minnesota. Some people still not sure, going back to the high school analogy, the Cincinnati Bengals, the long time, the long time unpopular girl, finally. Finally this year, a little bit of uh, maturity, a little bit of Max Factor makeup. Over the summer, they went to a little beauty consultant. They came back to school year, and the Cincinnati Bengals were shining their stuff. The hemline was up a little bit. They were looking good, backside, frontside, all of a sudden. The Bengals were starting to get pretty popular, but at times they start to go back to that unpopular regime Two, and that was the case last week when Minnesota absolutely annihilated them. I think the final score of that game was 30-10. to 10. So are the Bengals the real deal? Are they the popular kid now? Are they going to be out there on the dance floor? Or 
maybe just a pretender, and they're going to go back to their social misfit ways we find out when they take on the San Diego Chargers. By the way, I didn't plan this analogy in advance. It just kind of came off the top of my head. be scary, actually, if I planned it in advance. David, how are you with the high school dances? On a scale of 1 to 10, popularity level, I'm going to guess you were probably a 7.5. Uh, closer to an 8 or a 9. Absolutely. Really? Yeah, I, I, I had real game back in high school. Really? Well, yeah. What happened in your later years? Easy now. <laughs> Easy now. Oh, goodness. Uh, all right. Green Bay Packers. That's my bodyguard, our producer, David Olson. Green Bay Packers and the Steelers. I guess Pittsburgh reeling badly, six and seven. Mathematical chance to make it, but boy, they're just about, they're just about under the rug. You can step on them and squish them. That's what the Green Bay Packers will try to do this weekend. And then uh, finally amongst the big games, Minnesota. At Carolina Panthers, the Vikings 11 and 2, Panthers 5 and 8. Uh, you know what? That's not a big game. I thought Carolina still had a chance to make it. They do not. Panthers are sort of like the Bears. Came into the year thinking they're going to, you know, pretty hot stuff. Looking pretty good. No chance. We'll be out there on the dance floor. We'll be spinning people around. We may not be the king of the ball, but we're in the popular group. No. The Carolina Panthers not so popular anymore. They're sitting on the side looking for a girl to dance, and it's not going to happen this year. They're 5 and 8. All right. That's the docket. Football Friday, NFL games. We'll talk about the St. Peter's Bowl, Berg Bowl, and the New Mexico Bowl. It's not going to be all football here on thetalkzone.com because we've got a big weekend. If you're a college hoops fan, this is probably the first big weekend. I mean big games in college basketball. You might want to sit around your uh, television and really couch potato it up if you're a college hoops fan. Also, we had a Hall of Fame college basketball coach speak out a little bit. It's very rare. When one coach calls out another coach, but that happened yesterday, we will talk about that. Women's volleyball championship game this weekend. How many people are following that? We'll talk about that. We also have a Division Three football championship. So lots on the docket, and uh, right now, according to my production schedule that David Olson has given me, we have no Tiger Woods information. Nothing happened at 2.30 in the morning last night at the Tiger compound. Not as far as I know. Beautiful. This is the sound at 2.30 in the morning. Thinking if you're Tiger Woods or uh, his family, that's probably a pretty good sound. Oh, actually, you know what? I take that back. We do have one little bit of interesting news that has come out. I will touch on that. we got to take a quick break. But we do. I take that back. We're going to touch very quickly one little sidelight that could become uh, somewhat of a significant factor. A little, a little Tiger tease, if you will. We're going to take a quick break. It's one guy on a mic. Hopefully we'll be two guys in a mic when I come back. 888-463-6748. My host isn't here. You can be the co-host on the show. Dial it up. Talk some sports on the TalkZone.com.
The lines are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And welcome back to the TalkZone.com. During the break, I'm checking our emails, David Olson, and uh, amongst the emails that came in. Coach, I'm sick as a dog and had to stay home from work. I'm not going to make it today. I'm so sorry. I'll get back to you regarding next week's co-hosting. All the best and happy holidays. The second guy on the mic, Brian Bout. So I guess the listeners, I should probably check the emails before the show starts. Probably a good idea, Coach. Thank you very much. Producer David Olson, the ultimate professional. I'm glad one of us is. If it had to be between the two, I'd prefer it was me. But in, uh, in this case, it appears to be only one out of two. And unfortunately, I don't seem to be sitting in that seat. All right, so it is one guy in a mic today. See, I got a lot of stuff going on. I got too many things going on. I'm juggling too many balls. Here. And I can juggle three. Pretty good at juggling three. But when you give me like four or five, that's when you go to the professional juggle. I got the whole coaching thing going on. I got the whole youth sports thing going on. Got stuff going on at home. I got like five different emails I'm checking. It's very confusing. And on top of that, I'm still trying to get the Twitter and the Facebook, which really, to be honest with you, I was hoping to avoid. I had no interest in becoming Facebook uh, intelligent or Twitter intelligent, but... When you become a internet sports talk host, when you sign on the dotted line here at the talkzone.com and sign the big contract with the commander in chief, Chris Whitting. Laugh track, please. Uh, you know, part of the, uh, part of the deal. You got to figure out the, you know, you got to head into the vast horizon, the vast uh, world that is the internet. So I'm trying to figure it out, but with all the different, I did not check my Mike two guys email. Brian Bauer not coming in today. Moment of silence for Brian Bauer. All right. That's long enough. Yeah. By the way, I won't be in uh, on Monday either. We'll be having a uh, co-host. I'm not sure if it'll be Mark Carmen or somebody else. My uh, son is going to be doing his Eagle Project on Monday. How about that? Boy Scout Eagle Project. And and I probably should sit on this, his project. He's going to be teaching computers to senior citizens. That should be entertaining. So are you saying, David, that maybe you should get? I was going to say yes. Instead of helping my son, I probably should be one of the people taking notes. Yeah, probably not a bad idea. Don't kid yourself. I don't consider myself a senior citizen, but I am a proud, caring member of uh, of my ARP card. It is in my wallet, right between my Social Security card and my Kohl's charge card. Thank you very much. All right, eight 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 four six three. 6748, the phone number. Beat the Schmoes if you want to play our football prediction game. You can do that. And, of course, if you're new to Beat the Schmoes, one of the predictors, and today it's going to be fairly easy to beat the Schmoes. You only got two. You got myself and you got uh, Paradise, unless, uh, David, you want to make a big part of the Schmoes today? Yeah, 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 I'll hop in. Okay. I'll, I'll step up to the plate. There we go. Anything to avoid us giving 100 hours away to the listeners, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, now, if you're new to the show, Paradise literally is a pair of dice. And over the years that we've been doing this, not on the TalkZone.com, but on another show, Paradise done pretty well. Just as good, quite frankly, as some of the experts we've had on on previous shows. Paradise last week, though, a little bit of a down week, one and two. Prior to that, though, two consecutive 3-0 and weeks, she started off her debut on the TalkZone.com. I think she was nervous, and she went 0-3. But overall... 
Still a more than respectable seven and five against the point spread for the beautiful and lovely paradise. All right. I have been dismal. I have been absolutely dismal on the talkzone.com. My predictions are about as good as my co-host Brian Bauer is feeling right now. And that's not good. Not good. I went 0 and 3 week one, 1 and 2, 0 and 3, 1 and 2, 1 and 2, five weeks in a row without a W, without getting on the winning ledger. Mm. So if you're a football fan out there, hanging on to our words and maybe deciding which way you should put your money based on our predictions, which I know many, many of you do. Here on the two guys at a mic show, there's two ways of looking at my predictions. One, over the years, the coaches had a fairly, fairly reasonable level of success. I've been dismal so far. The law of averages is bound to even out, and I should have a winning week. That's one theory. The other theory, and it's probably a better one, is that I've had five dismal weeks. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. My instincts aren't good, and I'll probably have yet another week. So bad opposite of me. Two different avenues you could take. You make the call. Just don't blame me. (laughs) All right. Uh, Game number one of the football prediction. I'm going to take Mike Singletary and the 49ers. They're at Philadelphia. They're getting eight and a half points. I think Philadelphia might win the ball game, but I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the 49ers and the eight and a half points, game number one for the coach. I think that's going to be a tight ball game, maybe down to the last possession. Cincinnati at the Chargers. Interesting ball game. Love sports, but I love especially the psychology that is involved in the sporting world and certainly with the Cincinnati Bengals. First and foremost, getting over the death, the tragic death of wide receiver Chris Henry and how they're going to deal with that, remember, it just happened a couple of days ago, so they're still in the morning stages. Taking on a red-hot San Diego Chargers team, 8-0, lots of momentum. It's in beautiful, sunny San Diego. Now, and the Bengals, oh, secondarily for Cincinnati, they're still fighting for the playoffs, and they're coming off a 30-10 to shellacking at the hands of the Minnesota Vikings. They didn't look good, and they're still questioning whether they belong with the upper echelon or not. So an interesting, you know, they could use a maybe an hour and a half in the psychologist's office, the sports psychologist's office. Pay the hundred, hundred and a half, whatever it costs. I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet that the Cincinnati Bengals, even though it's a long road trip, on the road, I'm going to gander an instinctual guess that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to come out there pretty motivated. And they are going to, uh, you know, without sounding too corny, they're going to win one for their dearly departed wide receiver, Chris Henry. They're going to find the wherewithal. San Diego Chargers, they're going to come out flatter than the Queen of Hearts. Six and a half point favorites, folks. Cincinnati Bengals won't need the six and a half. They won't need anything at all. They'll win it straight up. I'm picking the Bengals over the San Diego Chargers and my beat the Schmoes football picks and finally. And finally, we're going to go to Green Bay at Pittsburgh, the Steelers, a two point favorite. The Steelers, a two-point favorite. Pittsburgh, six and seven. Green Bay, nine and four. No respect for the pack. Now, one thing we've learned over the years, the Vegas people, they know what they're doing on their picks. We're going to take a quick break coming up. But the Las Vegas people, they know what they're doing on their their football picks. Steelers, six and seven. Two-point favorites over the Packers at nine and four. I hate to do it. And I know the Vegas people got the ends, and it's at home, and the Steelers are playing for their pride, and very few NFL teams have pride like the Pittsburgh Steelers. But boy, six and seven, and this is not so much, 
I'm taking Green Bay, and it's not so much a shot at Pittsburgh, is that it, it, it more of it is a plus for the Green Bay Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers among the elite quarterbacks in the NFL, and I think the Packers are going to challenge in the NFC. So I'm going to take Green Bay at nine and four and get two points at Pittsburgh as the Steelers' miserable season will continue. Those are my three picks now. David Olson, real quick before the break, do you want to go first, or would you like Paradise to make her picks? Tell you what, how about you bet straight up against Paradise? Can we give you the same games? Uh, or you want to pick your own? I'd like to pick my own. Okay, actually. I'm sorry. I'd like to pick my own. Uh, okay, I do not. Do you, uh, do you got them? Uh, yeah, I do. All right, I do. Let's go. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, producer David Olson with deep, deep research on these picks, uh, the research dating back, oh, about two and a half minutes. Uh, I, I'm going to go with you on Cincinnati over San Diego. Okay. I think they're going to, they're going to come out to play this week. Win one of, for their exactly, departed exactly. teammate. Emotions are going to be running high. Um, Houston is, a, is an 11 and a half favorite over the Rams. Oof. And I'm going to take Houston big in that one because uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but the Rams have like rampant swine flu going I, through the locker room. I was going to ask you that. Are you aware of the it, flu that, situation? That's exactly what I'm aware okay. of. And having dealt with that myself, you know, family members, mm-hmm. I know how tough the recovery was. So the Rams never come to play. And this mm-hmm. week, they're really not going to come to play. Two ways of looking at it. Bad news, good news. In reverse, uh, much of the starting lineup has the swine flu. That's the bad news. You know what the good news is? What's that? Much of the starting lineup has the swine flu. There we go. I can't get to the rim <laughs> shot right now. So. It's been a rough season for the St. Louis Rams. All right, third prediction from our guest Schmo today. Third. My guiding guard, producer David Olson. Third prediction, Tennessee is a three-point favorite over the Dolphins. Don't do it. I am taking Miami in that game. Unbelievable. Any particular reason? Um, Miami has been kind of flying under the radar most of the season. Mm -hmm. They had the big win over the Patriots a few weeks back. Uh, I think this is the type of game that Tennessee can lose. Okay. There it is. Miami over Tennessee, Houston over the Rams, Cincinnati over San Diego, David Olson, producer extraordinaire, taking a shot at beat the Schmoes, and now the beautiful and lovely uh, Paradise, and David, the highlight of my Fridays, I have to tell you, is just putting Paradise in my hand, and the the pre-spin is such an enjoyable moment for both me and yours, and please keep your hands off mine. All right, uh, we're just going to throw out any three games to Paradise, it's strictly chance. Strictly chance, and it shows how ridiculous the whole prediction game is. Anyways, let's go with New England Patriots at Buffalo. The Patriots favored by seven. Buffalo's the home team, so they're the white dice. White dice six. Green dice four. Paradise likes the Bills over New England. Okay. Game two we're going to give her is the, um, let's go the Atlanta Falcons at the New York Jets. The Jets are the home team. Give me an extra second while I spin the dice. A very enjoyable moment. White dice six, green dice three. She likes the Jets over the Falcons. Now, the line on that game is off. We're going to call it even. We're going to call it even. I'm not sure why it's off. Probably because they weren't sure if Matt Ryan and Michael DeBurner Turner are we're going to play. But, uh, you know, we're not Las Vegas. We're doing this for fun so we can make our own rules. Thank you very much. San Francisco. No, let's, I already did that game. Let's do Arizona at the Detroit Lions. Cardinals at the Lions. Cardinals favored by 12. Lions are home. Three on the green dice, two on the white dice. She likes Arizona. Nobody, nobody likes the Detroit Lions. It's unbelievable. Can't even get Paradise to do a dance with her. There you go. Paradise makes her pick Buffalo, the Jets, 
in Arizona. The Schmoes have spoken. If you want to join the game and uh, make your predictions, you can do it at 888-463-6748. Also, you can email your picks in at Mike2Guys. That's M-I-C number two. mike 2 Guys at AOL.com. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, our Tiger Woods tease. Well, it's not really a tease. It's a story that was out there that might become a bigger story. Also, college basketball. We're going to take a quick break for the Football Friday. Some hot hoops of the college variety, including one coach calling out another coach. Join us here on the TalkZone.com. We'll take a quick break back in about 42.5 seconds. are open for your calls on two guys and a mic call 888 go for it once again here's the coach john Cohn. Uh, david olson producer extraordinaire watch my uh, volume as my voice starts to wear out here on this uh, particular show beautiful beautiful friday hope everybody is uh looking forward to a great weekend thank you so much for joining us talkzone.com a cornucopia of radio internet Programs, not just sports, but we cover the gamut 24-7, Monday right through Sunday. You name it, we've got it. I mean, you wake up at 2 in the morning, there's something on the talkzone.com. You wake up at uh, 4.30 in the morning, there's something on the talkzone.com. Any day of the week, 24-7, a cornucopia of outstanding programs, one of which we are happy to be part of this uh, semi-dysfunctional team. All right, now, as we welcome you back. We mentioned uh, some college basketball, great weekend, some big games coming up, but also the one thing, real quick, we were going to be Tiger Woods free today. But then I remember there was one little story out there that I'm a little surprised has not picked up more momentum, and this is it, and I don't even have the story in front of me. I can't tell you the uh, female's name. But, you know, there's like a whole roster of one of the many. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is not – this was the high school. Girlfriend of Tiger Woods. And apparently the girlfriend threw freshman year. And she basically, uh, and I don't think she was a publicity hound like some of these other young ladies, but it was in one of the many, uh, you know, I read like seven or eight newspapers trying to keep track of which one. Not really. I usually read one or two, but seven or eight sounds good. She basically said, this is interesting, that Tiger would get upset during their dating years because her his dad, his dad, the dearly departed and very famous Earl Woods, who wrote a book and was a kind of a controversial figure himself, and of course very, 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 very close to Tiger Woods. But Earl, Tiger would get upset because his dad would be with other women, and he would know about it, and it would be very disturbing to him. Interesting. And, and I'm quite, uh, actually I'm happy that it hasn't become a bigger story. I hope that it doesn't. 
but my instincts as a consumer of news of late, sports news in particular, my instincts say that this story could become bigger. If anybody out there is aware of it, and I don't want to make a big deal of it, and again, I'm hoping it doesn't become a big deal, but it's an interesting sidelight that maybe Tiger's dad set the precedent a little bit for Tiger, and maybe it doesn't make an excuse for what he's doing, but maybe an explanation. Again, that's the high school girlfriend, uh, apparently the girlfriend through freshman year of college, saying that Tiger would get upset at that. So a little uh, interesting news come Tiger Woods' way. Anybody's following that story has more info? Uh, you want to be our reporter? We're looking for a good reporter out there. 888-463-6748, the phone number. Again, 888 All right, now, hopefully that's the end of the Tiger Woods. We do have uh, college basketball news on the docket. We're, of course, playing Beat the Schmoes, too. It's a great weekend for college hoops if you're a college basketball fan. It's been like, you know, first month of the season, been some appetizers, been some nice game. This is the first meat and potatoes, the first entree weekend. I mean, you could sit down at the dinner table this weekend and you could have a lot of good stuff. We're talking roast beef. We're talking steak. We're talking chicken parmesan. There's some great games out there. I want to talk about them. But first, let's head out to the phone lines. And real quick, checking in on line number 42. Not sure what happened to the first 41 lines, but line number 42, it's caller Jim checking in. Jim, welcome to the TalkZone.com. Hello, Coach. Good to talk to you again, pal. Are you a long-time listener, first-time caller? I think you'd call me a long-time listener, Coach. All right. I, I'd uh, prefer to talk to somebody who's a first-time caller, long-time No. You want a, me to call a, in under? A first-time listener, long-time caller. Oh, well, I could call in under an alias <laughs> if you'd like. How are you, Coach Jim? Oh, I'm hanging in there for the holidays, Coach. I'm sorry to hear you flying solo today, but mm -hmm. it's good to hear you. Eh, sometimes it's good to fly solo. Co-pilot's overrated sometimes. Well, I can't resist calling in when you're flying solo. Yeah, figure beautiful, out how you out. beautiful. Of course, we're playing Beat the Schmoes on a uh, football Friday, Jimmy, and you've uh, played the last couple of weeks. You've been about as ineffective as I have, so thank you for making me feel better. Oh, without a doubt. It's been <laughs> atrocious ever since you left out our show, man, I tell you, you know? Yeah, I don't. I, I can't would... quite – maybe it's just, you know, going from radio – the Internet's the best excuse I can come up with. The transition has affected my foot football picking instincts. Well, I think we were really up on it on the other show. Then I missed a few weeks. You know, you weren't on for a few weeks. And, mm -hmm. uh, many, people say, many people say I was off for about eight years on the show. <laughs> now you've been talking to Kevin again. Come on. Yeah. All um, right. So uh, you got some games for us. First of all, Jimmy, for the holidays, any uh, big plans, any our vast listening audience need to know about in a, a Chicago Gyms world? Well, I've got that special concoction of mine, which would be good for your voice, uh, which seems to be fading at the moment, so I think yeah. we're about to. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that high-test flammable stuff. I, I do uh, remember back on the previous show, this guy put together a concoction of like 15 different ingredients. The general manager at our radio station was convinced that Caller Jim was actually trying to like slowly but surely kill me. <laughs> so, you know, get, get rid of me with the various concoctions you would bring. This stuff, though... I don't know if it would turn out to be my eventual death, but I will tell you this. It tasted good going down, and it helped my voice and helped my insides. And it warms so, you from the inside yeah. out. If I was going to die due to you, Jim, I was going to die a happy man. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> uh, but you So you're sticking around for the holidays, no warm weather visits? No, okay. not really. Uh, cooking food, you know, entertaining. Now, I've mentioned many times in the show I'm not feeling the holiday spirit, and I even went so far as to say that, that I announced it to my family about three weeks ago. I've been an outsider ever since. I'm taking this year's Christmas season off. Mm. 
I'm just I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to hear that, buddy. I'm skipping it. Uh, I, and again, and again, I love Christmas. Nothing wrong with it. Love the holiday season. It just comes too often. So I'll be back next year, bigger, better, and stronger than ever. I'm taking this year off. Yesterday, I, I almost slipped yesterday, David Olson. I almost slipped and went internet Christmas shopping. Fortunately, I couldn't figure out how to do it, and I didn't buy anything. <laughs> I actually did some of that this year because I couldn't find what I was looking for out in the store. We ended up ordering online. Yeah, I, I found it again. I'm sure it's a learning curve. I found the online shopping experience almost as displeasurable as the shopping gym. It's got to be one of like my five least favorite things. I absolutely hate it with a passion. Well, if you got a pocket full of cash and you can wander around the store and just pick through I, and pick hey, things, that's great. You know what? Even if I've got the money, if I, if I know, and I think I can speak for a fair amount of people, I hear you know, guys, you're buying a gift for a girl. If you know what you want to get, not a problem. But if you just go out there and she really doesn't need anything and you start looking around, oh, I hate that. Absolutely painful, painful experience. But you, uh, you are not like me. You're truly feeling the Christmas spirit. Well, I think some of that concoction might have something to do with it. You know, it comes and goes day to day, depending on how much of it I consume. <laughs> Drink some of that funny stuff, you'll feel more than the Christmas spirit. Oh, you know, sometimes yeah. I think the spirits have me instead of the other way around. There you go. But, uh, All right, you got three games for us, Jimmy. Let's see. Uh, the, one, of, one of the two of us is bound to break out of a slump here. Well, I'm going to try, Coach. Uh, first of all, I have to take that Saturday game because it's not the playoffs yet, and I have to pick a Saturday game. Mm-hmm. And in this particular case, I'm going to say the Saints are, Saints are going to stay undefeated mm-hmm. at home against the Cowboys. And uh, I don't think that 7.5 is too much for the Saints mm-hmm. to overcome. It's a great ball game. Dallas on the road at New Orleans. Dallas needs to win the ball game for sure. The Saints want to keep undefeated. By the way, bad sports host we didn't even mention yesterday. NFL football, the Indianapolis Colts, Jim, in a great game. High-scoring ball game. They went 14-0, and late pass. Peyton Manning, 60 yards. Reggie Wayne, touchdown. And the Colts keep on keeping on. At the end of the game, he comes through again. You know, so, he's been pulling that off quite a few times, you know, with these close games. and That's, just, that's what happens when you're 14-0. and He's determined. He's mm-hmm. determined to win. He finds a way. No question about it. New Orleans uh, over Dallas, game two. Correct. Uh... I'm going to go with our division, at least what's left of it, um, would be the Packers over the Steelers on mm-hmm. the road. Steelers Uh-oh. are favored in this game. Okay. And uh, I still think I'm going to stick with the Packers because too many times I went against them and they came up and won. All right. That's 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 where I'm going, too. So the two of us are either going to have a bounce-back week, Jim, or we're going to be in misery together. Well, we can be in misery together. Like I said, we can meet at the local yeah. gin mill, and uh, I might need one. Of your, might need one of your concoctions after this week's beat the schmoes picks. Yeah, we can fix you up, coach. There you go. All right, game three, real quick. Caller Jim checking in. You can too at eight 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 four six three sixty seven forty eight. Make it as beat the schmoes football predictions. Let's see if the Vikings can tramp all over the Panthers. Red is nine on the road. I'm taking the Vikings. Wow, so, minus nine. Yeah. All right. You're a you're a dangerous man, Jim. You're living. You're a man that likes to live on the edge. Probably why I had all those zero and three and one and two weeks. <laughs> I'm picking an upset in every game, right? No. There you go. Um, all right, we got you down. Minnesota, Green Bay, and New Orleans. He's feeling the Christmas spirit. He's got a strange concoction of fifteen different ingredients. And folks, if you are not feeling good, again, I don't know what's in it, and it might be your eventual end. But I guarantee, you, in the short term, this stuff will cure you of what ills you. Sometimes it absolutely works, Coach. It's great for a cold. Is there a name for that concoction you put together? Have you 
tried yeah. to sell it on the open market yet? I can't sell it because of what's in it, because other people <laughs> manufacture the ingredients, but I can make it. It's called uh -huh. Swedish Glug. It's called who? Swedish Glug. Swedish Glug. Correct. There you go. Can't market it, but I go. sure can enjoy it. God bless you. It helped me many, many times. Beautiful. Jimmy, have a great weekend. We appreciate your checking in, and I'll talk to you on Monday and try to console you after you go uh, one and two probably again. I will definitely talk to you next week, Coach. <laughs> we'll see if we can get together and uh, reinvigorate your Christmas spirit, which is lacking this uh, year. Let's not get carried away. Thank you, Jim. Okay, Coach. All right, there he is, Jim, checking in. You can, too, at 888-463-6748, calling in from the fine city of Chicago. Of course, the TalkZone.com being heard via the Internet, seven different continents, and also also parts of downstate Illinois and northern Kentucky, which many people will call the eighth continent unto themselves. All right, we got the Tiger Woods story out of the um, – we got that one taken care of. College basketball, real quick, before we – can we sneak it in before break? David Olson doesn't really care. Thumbs up. Yeah. I think he's watching CNN and MSNBC News Show right now. College basketball. we got a great weekend coming up. How about Michigan at Kansas? And I know Beat the Schmoes does not include college football games, but if we could, if you're looking for an upset, folks, the Michigan Wolverines on the road, Manny Harris, the best player maybe. In college basketball, one of the top five. Many haven't heard of him. Well, people have heard of him, but he's not considered in that upper echelon. He's among the top five in all of college hoops, in this one man's opinion. Uh, they're going to pull off the upset. At Allen Fieldhouse, one of the great, great traditions in all of college basketball, Michigan at Kansas. How about North Carolina? Taking on Texas. Number five against number three. Awesome game. How about Xavier? Now, this might not have the star power. It might not be as sexy, but if you're a college hoops fan, this is about as good as it gets. Xavier at Butler. Two middle American schools. Two mid-level schools, if you will, that have proven they can play with the upper echelon, not just for a year, not just for a couple of years, but Xavier and Butler have both proven that they can play with the top teams and be a legit top 10, top 20 team, and they've done it for 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, in Xavier's case, as much as 10 or 15 years consecutively. Great game. Xavier at Butler, maybe the best game of the bunch. How about Duke taking on Gonzaga? The Dukies, the Blue Devils at Gonzaga, great matchup. You know the Zag fans will be going nuts out there trying to match the enthusiasm of Cameron Indoor Stadium. That's just a, a little bit of a list. And I'm sure wherever you are listening to this program, you got some local games too, some of your local teams playing. Great, great weekend, the best yet of college basketball. Locally here we've got uh, Stanford taking on Northwestern, our Northwestern Wildcats, 7-1. There may be no game in the country with better combined ACT-SAT scores than Stanford against NU. Highly impressive. Can the Cats hang on? The Stanford Cardinal come a-visiting. So college basketball, it's going to be a great weekend. And then the final note, and I mentioned, you had one Hall of Fame coach speaking out yesterday. His name was Bobby Knight. And interestingly, he did it. And I'm not even sure what award he was getting or why he was back. But he was back uh, in the fine state of Indiana. Not firing on his school, which there's obviously been a lot of bad blood in the years that he's left. I think things may be, you know, with time, the pain lessens a little bit. Sort of like listening to this show. The first 5, 10, 15 minutes could be painful once you get listened to it. Once you get used to it, I should say, yeah, the, the final 5 or 10 minutes, not quite as bad. You can almost deal with it. 
But Bobby Knight talking out, and he's uh, talking about the state of college basketball right now and some of the recruiting and the violations of what was uh, rather surprising. And Bobby Knight is not one to mince words. He called out, a, in specific, John Calipari, the current coach of the University of Kentucky. And the basic statement he said is, how can an example of what's wrong with college basketball, how can this guy still be coaching when two of his previous programs are both under probation? University of Massachusetts, who he coached way back when, that's when John Calipari first came to the forefront as a top-level college basketball coach. And, of course, most recently, with Derrick Rose and company, he had his Memphis Tigers in the championship game, but he left Memphis, and now they are under probation because of some academic shenanigans, some of which might have included uh, one Derrick Rose and a little bit of grade changing. Now, I'm not arguing pro or minus on John Calipari. I just think the interesting part is we... Get ready for a break here. Final one on the talkzone.com is that to Bobby Knight specifically, calling out Calipari. It's rare that one coach will do that to another coach. It'll be interesting to see the response of Johnny Calipari. If you listen to him, I mean, he is about as smooth a talker. You can see how recruits want to go play for him. Good-looking guy, smooth talker. His team's play an exciting style of basketball. He's had tremendous success, but bottom line is John Calipari, Bobby Knight is right on. He's had at least two programs that he has left that are both under probation. So the University of Kentucky taking a chance and uh, interesting night calling out Calipari. We'll talk some more when we come back. It's a football Friday here. Beat the Schmoes. Two guys and a mic minus one of the guys today. David Olson, our producer. We'll take a quick break. Final segment coming up. You can join us at 888-463-6748. Emails Mike to guysaol.com. My voice is wearing out. Your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. Yeah, we are indeed back on TalkZone.com. Quickest breaks in all of the Internet sports talk. It's all about the show, all about the listeners. That's what we are here for. Mike, two guys at AOL.com is our email. We mentioned um, on a football Friday, we've covered... Some of the NFL games, pretty solid. Pretty solid. Week 15 of NFL football. Some good matchups. And uh, don't forget, caller Jim reminded us uh, it starts Saturday. Actually, a very good game with Dallas taking on the New Orleans Saints. you got Saturday NFL football. But the uh, college bowl season is starting this weekend, specifically tomorrow. More specifically, 1.30 p.m., even more specifically than that, ESP of the end. Wyoming takes on Fresno State. 
the New Mexico Bowl in beautiful downtown Albuquerque, New Mexico. So it starts Saturday, December 19th. It ends Thursday, January 7th. We're just short of one month of straight college football bowl games. Extremely exciting, or uh, other people could say ad nauseum. I happen to be a variety of extremely exciting. Huge college football fan. That being said, I don't know if I'm going to tune into Wyoming and Fresno State. Could be a pretty good game tomorrow, one thirty. You also got the St. Petersburg Bowl, Rutgers. Rutgers, the Scarlet Knight, taking on Central Florida, a couple of eight and four teams. And then Sunday, if you are bored with your NFL football, if you are preferring the college variety, it's out there for you. It's on ESPN at 7 o'clock, the New Orleans Bowl which this year is being located in New Hampshire. Interesting. And they decided to take a break. They were tired of playing the New Orleans Bowl in New Orleans, so they're moving it up to New Hampshire. I'm just kidding. Just thought I'd throw that out there. At one point, I'd like to see that. You know, the St. Petersburg Bowl. You know, play it over in Texas. Move it a little bit. New Orleans Bowl. In New Orleans, Southern Miss against Middle Tennessee, 7-5 and five Southern Miss, Middle Tennessee, 9-3. and three. College football bowl games over on the weekend, if you're not of the NFL variety. And then we got Tuesday games, Wednesday game, Thursday's game. I announced yesterday I will be having a Sun Bowl party. Every year I pick out a different bowl and have a party this year. All of the listeners, I don't know if the invitations have been sent out yet, David, but we will invite everybody to my annual Sun Bowl party, which will be held uh, somewhere. In the Chicago area, the game itself will be held in El Paso, Texas. Next year, it might be, you know, every year I pick a different bowl. I'm thinking Chick-fil-A bowl next year. Maybe a Gator bowl party. Then you gotta go with the theme, but it's gonna be a Sun Bowl party this year, and I'm sure we'll have a lot of people there. Very, very exciting college football right there for you. We got the NFL games this weekend. We mentioned the college basketball too. 888-463-6748, the number if you want to check in. We also had mentioned one, uh, College championship going to be decided this weekend. Games were played yesterday. Women's Volleyball National Championship. Pennsylvania State University, also known as Penn State. I don't know if Joe Paterno, the 80-something-year-old, I think if, if Coach Joe went to watch some of these women's volleyball games, it might, he might have the big one. I'm not sure. It might be too exciting for him. He might need to sit like in, in one of the back rows and not get too involved in the game. But the women's volleyball championship over the weekend yesterday, Penn State defeated Hawaii. You ever hear about the tourist who his first visit to Hawaii? So he got off the plane and he asked one of the uh, what he thought was a native there. Excuse me, sir. I just want to make sure I get the pronunciation correct. Is it Hawaii or Hawaii? And the guy goes, "It's Hawaii." Oh, well, thank you very much. The guy goes, you're welcome. (laughs) Penn State knocked off Hawaii women's volleyball. Very, very exciting. Tennessee knocked off Minnesota. Penn State tanks on Tennessee this weekend. Women's volleyball championship. If you're really tired of NFL football, if you don't want to turn into the Meineke Bowl or the St. Petersburg Bowl, it's right there for you. Penn State, Tennessee, women's volleyball. Penn State has won two consecutive years. They're going for their third national championship. That's nothing to scuff at, folks. I don't care what sport it is. You win three national championships, you're doing something good. Good luck to the Penn State ladies and Tennessee, and congrats for getting there. So you got all that on the docket. Again, we had a great uh, NFL football game yesterday. Indianapolis defeated Jacksonville 35-31. Peyton Manning. Guy's unbelievable. I, I've had so many co-hosts. I'm trying to remember which one it was. And I, I want to say Jordan Burnfield, but I want to make sure I don't 
put words into JB, but one of our uh, hosts said Peyton Manning is going to go down as not one of, but the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. And that's strong stuff. That is strong stuff. But uh, who are we to uh, question the great Peyton Manning? Just another routine effort last night, national TV. 308 yards, four touchdowns. Clutch touchdown late. I did not see the ball game, but uh, from all the highlights, from everybody we talked to, yeah, unbelievably exciting game. If you're into offense, if you're a defensive connoisseur, you're probably uh, not particularly enjoying that. 714 total yards of offense. 43 first downs. I mean, that might be more. I have to see how many Bears first downs the Bears have gotten all year. I don't know that they've gotten 43 first downs all year, and that's not a joke. I may be serious with that. Ten different lead changes in the ballgame. I mean, if this is a, uh, a little preview of where we're going to get this weekend in NFL football, week 15 is going to be special, folks. Indianapolis, 35. Jacksonville, 31. Reggie Wayne, he may be old, he may be a step slow, but he's not that old and he's not that slow. 60-yard touchdown reception for Peyton Manning for the winning score. The Colts go on to win it in a great ball game. Oh, by the way, among the many great things Peyton Manning did, 13 consecutive completions to start the game. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. You know, and when you think about it, not just Peyton Manning, but the Indianapolis offense, the system, the scheme. I don't know if it's their head coach, Jim Caldwell. I think he was their offensive coordinator. I don't know if it was previous coach Tony Dungy, a collection thereof, Peyton Manning a little bit himself. But, man, the system that they've got, and what's so amazing about it, is you've got the best minds in all of football that have a week to prepare, and actually it's more than a week, because you've got pre-scouts that are watching them, putting together scouting reports. You've got tape from last year, so let's just take a Team B that's going to be playing the Indianapolis Colts. They're preparing their defensive strategy against the Colts probably a year in advance. They've got notes and scouting reports, and then two or three weeks in advance, they send advanced scouts out to watch the team, and then certainly you've got you know football so unique. You've got a full week to prepare, one week the best defensive minds in the world, in all of the game, trying to get together, trying to figure out how to stop the Indianapolis Colts. They watch tape. They watch it again, over and over. I mean, they know everything about that offense. And you still can't stop them. Four touchdowns, over 300 yards. I mean, it's amazing. They've got a system not many teams do offensively. The Indianapolis Colts have got a system that clearly has defied scouting reports, defied defensive geniuses out there. They've found a way to get it done. And if they could give parts of that playbook, maybe just a couple of hints, maybe maybe the Indianapolis Colts offensive coordinators could throw a clinic. And we could invite our Chicago Bear offensive staff, like you know, a bunch of college interns, and they could sit and take notes. Because if we could just have a little bit of that, a little part of that, here in Chicago would be deeply appreciated. And I understand that it takes Peyton Manning to make it run. But I will also argue with you, are the Indianapolis Colt receivers any better than the Chicago Bear receivers? Maybe. Maybe. A little bit. Not that much, though. Not that much. Not the difference that it shows when you watch Indianapolis and on, on one drive. On one freaking drive, they complete more passes down the field than the Bears will in an entire game. That can't be all just talent. Having said that, Peyton Manning's absolutely unbelievable, and he gets yet another big victory yesterday. 35-31, Reggie Wayne catching the big pass. All right, got to wind up uh, the show today. We do appreciate everybody for joining. 
Next week, we'll be back at you. Don't forget the TalkZone.com. Two guys and a mic. Your friends in the Internet Sports Talk world. We're with you 10 to 11. 10 to 11 each and every day. We also do a little youth sports show called the Youth Sports Fan Forum on Thursdays. We do have a website. You can check out all kinds of information on there. David, I don't know if you checked out the website. I do a thing called the uh, Coach's Corner. And I did put a thing on there about a young lady who passed away a couple years ago. Check it out if you can. Listeners, I would appreciate if you checked it out. A uh, truly, truly inspirational young lady tragically passing away. But, boy, in her 21 years, she lived a lot more, a lot better, a lot deeper, with a lot more gusto than most of us do in our 50, 60, 70, 80, or whatever we're lucky enough to live. Check it out on the Coach's Corner. Our website is 2 Guys, Mike.com. We really appreciate your listening. Have a great weekend, everybody. David Olson, phenomenal job as our producer, and thank you for being a guest schmo. You truly are a schmo. We'll see you next weekend or next Monday at 10 o'clock. Have a great one, everybody.